Welcome to Content Lacking. My name is Peter DePaulo. Yay! Woo! Peter, sign my arm. I'll my sign name. your arm. Oh, <laughs> sign sign his arm on your own time. My name is Evan William William Crockett. Ooh, very oh, good, yay. very good. A little bit less of there. a, a little bit less of a golf clap Jesus there. <laughs> and a sort of, sort of a boo almost. I say yay. Welcome to content lacking. My name is Macklin Jacob Zilber. <laughs> Feral scream, <laughs> loved by <laughs> lizards everywhere. <laughs> Those are babies. Yeah, loved by berserkers and reavers and other people who <laughs> cheer by <laughs> sort of giving a feral shout. Um, oh, so you man. guys want to start a, right, a new well, podcast called Feral Shout? Because that sounds like a really good name. Feral yeah, shout. Yeah, but it's that spelled like uh, a crappy like crappy band name. <laughs> It's spelled like the singer Pharrell, mm. and the theme song is happy, but we don't pay for the copyrights, and we just see kind of how long we can skate through. Happy. <laughs> you know, that song Not sometimes... Happy. Okay, I have this weird... If you feel like happiness is a truth. Right, yeah, let's just go ahead and have happy. Evan mumble the song. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, keep going. That's good. Is, is that Jack Rippenwagon? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's me. It's Chad. <laughs> oh, man. I haven't seen Jack Rippenwagon 3 for so long. Hey, hi, guys. How are you doing? It's Chad Rippenwagon 3. How are you? Good. Are you happy? Hey, hey, Jad, can you just go ahead and run to that back? What's your last name? My last name is Rippenwagon. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's here. I'm Chad Rippenwagon. I'm here for American Idol. Is this where it goes? Yep. Chad Abenrod. Go ahead and okay, lay down. That's definitely where it goes. Go ahead which and lay one down. You, which which lay one down. of you is Simon? Uh, I'm the I'm, other. I'm both of the other people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. really, really excited to hear what you've got in store. Yeah, I can't okay. wait. I'm I'm the other people that that they that that filter through the show. Hey, Simon. And I'm Simon Cowell, and that was the most beautiful singing I have ever heard. What did you say your name was again? My name's Job Habenrahm. <laughs> I have one more song that I want to sing. If you like that, you'll oh, like well. it. I don't think I can take another one. I don't Tell know if you do out. that. Why don't hey, you? hey, let's just let him sing, okay? Let's just let him sing one more. Yeah, okay. I'm house ruling. He gets one more song. <laughs> well, if Simon says it, it's happening. Take it away, Chad Abenrow 3. <laughs> hello, you two. Hello, hello. Uno, dos, tres, catorce. Hello, hello. <laughs> I'm out of that place. Come to go. 
do something, something that I didn't know. Here's your beast. You're gonna eat me. Rice Krispies. Eating me alive. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I thought that was great. I want you to be America's next top idol. I agree 100%. You're in. I could not agree more. You're in, Jad. Wait! A new challenger approaches. Is that Oscar the Joke Rater? Oh my god. Oh. Hey. Hey, Simon. Uh, it's always been my lifelong dream to be, uh. Be, um, not, you know, get out of the business of, of rating jokes and maybe. Get into the business of reading my own songs, uh, seven out of seven, after I sing them. Uh, this is a little ditty by, uh, by Elton John. It's titled, um, Rocket Man. I've, I've never heard this song before. <laughs> so I'm just going off of what I think Rocket Man is about. Uh, and, 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 uh, here we, here we go. Take it away, Oscar! Yeah, take it uh, away, Oscar. Oh, okay. I was, I was just, I was just going. I was just going. Am I, go, am I good to go now? There's no way yeah, that this is allowed within the rules for someone to just show up after we've already proclaimed an idol. But I'm, 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 I'm interested. <clears throat> I got my fuel, and I got my friends. I'm gonna get a spaceship. That takes me to the end Cause I'm a rocket man Cause I'm a rocket man Have you ever seen a rocket man? Cause I'm a rocket man Cause I'm a rocket man Cause I'm a rocket man Have you ever seen a rocket man? Thank you that was Rocket Man by Elton John. Wow. I never well, in all my years of being Cher from Sonny and Cher, I never thought that I'd ever hear a rendition of Rocket Man that would move me so deeply and so deep inside of me that now we have to crown an unprecedented two American idols. But wait. Two American idols and. I think it's gonna be a long, long time Simon! before I hear a version of Rocket Man that good. Simon, what are you doing climbing up onto the stage? You know that you're not allowed to compete. <gasps> what? Simon, the rules uh, have changed. Are you going? Are you about to compete, Simon? Simon's about to 24, compete. Twenty-four, twenty-four years I have stood <laughs> on this judge desk, stood on it, tell you, and not been allowed to sing. But the truth is, I was named American Idol because before American Idol was a show, there was a secret society of American Idol competitions of which I was the grand champion. And now, to demonstrate that, I bring you... No Scrubs by <laughs> Destiny's Child. I can't wait. Oh. I, I, wrote I can't that, wait, Simon. I wrote that song. I'm I'm Beyonce. I'm one of the secret judges. 
I heard that you were a scrub, that you were a person who deserved no love. I heard that you were hanging out the side of some car that was driven from your best from from afar. I saw your face out of it and I was reminded that you, you are a scrub, sir. Time for the and I don't want three scrubs who get no love. And I scrub you from my memory, my love. Thank you. I am not throwing away wow. my scrub. I am not throwing away my scrub. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, so it looks like Oscar, right. Oscar jumped in. Jack, Jack. Uh, yeah, Oscar sort of jumped in, sort of killed the momentum of the song, but that's okay. He's still going to be he, one of the idols. That's good. So, well, well, we I am Simon Cowell, Graham, and I have to say Simon? that that performance, but that performance by Simon Cowell was just garbage. It didn't even sound like No Scrubs by Destiny's Child. Oh. Simon Cowell, you are eliminated. I've seen him do this before. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I've seen him do this I, I before. I guess I'll just... I'll just go now. Chad, close your eyes. It gets ugly now. The next part gets really ugly. Oh! Simon, don't hit me! It's okay that I lost, but... Ow! Oh, no, don't don't take out that switchblade, Simon! Ah! Oh, oh my god. Ah! You're a scrub, Simon. You're a scrub, Simon. I know I'm a scrub, Simon. You're a scrub, Simon. You don't get no love from me. Don't twist that knife, Simon. We're both twisting this knife, you scrub. We're both just scrubs. Oh. 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 Oh, and scene. I'm going gonna, to go ahead and... <laughs> and that was the greatest ratings that American Idol had ever received. Yes. Yes. Well done. <laughs> that was far and away the greatest intro to any podcast that there has ever been. I think that we should. I mean, there's no, there's nowhere to go but down from here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think this so, is just going to be an 11 minute episode, guys. Yeah, I think. I, I really think that's. I mean, I can't think. I can't fathom of anything better than than what we've just got accomplished and i mean i don't know what what do you guys want to do i want to tell a little story well, I mean, about myself yeah, you want to tell no, a i'd story? like to hear your story i mean not like a not like a you know not like a story capital s with a t okay so after after we after we get the the pulitzer for best uh podcast recording you know, now we're just showing up for the paycheck with like. Now we're just showing up for the paycheck. We gotta throw down some. We gotta throw down the minutes. You still gotta stick around for the filler, right? The first ten minutes gets you the Pulitzer. That's what they say. Yeah. The last fifty that's minutes. A, that's yeah. a common saying. Everybody the last, knows that. The last fifty minutes gets you the money. I mean, that's. Well, and we still <laughs> we still haven't won the Man Booker Prize that we keep submitting this stuff mm. for. Yeah. Well, you know, I have it on auto submit now, so just whenever I upload the RSS feed, it goes directly to Man and Booker. <laughs> 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 and they review those guys, man, man and Booker. 
Um, Tell me a okay. story about your yeah, life, so, Pete. Wait, I want to actually ask you a question. Have I told you already about on the podcast about how I got into a bike crash? No. I didn't no? Know. When did that happen? I just saw you like on Tuesday. I know. I think I just haven't. <laughs> I think I just forgot it because it was more than a few days ago, and like I only live one day at a time. One quarter mile of a time, as Vin Diesel in Fast and Furious is, goes to say. He goes to say out of his mouth. <laughs> is, is this a is this a bicycle or is this your hog? Oh, this is a bicycle. Um, this is a bicycle, and uh, okay. so I was uh, not to plug myself, but I'm in an I'm in improv. I'm in improv. I'm in the I'm in the business, <laughs> as we like to say. Uh, yeah, d- yeah, don't. Uh, you know, the worst thing to do when you're a part of an improv troupe is to plug yourself on one of your only outward-facing public platforms. Yeah, not to you know, heaven forbid. Uh, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to plug myself, but uh, I, I I did a show about four weeks ago, and uh, no, I'm so no. It was it was just a a class. <laughs> um, so. I was leaving class, and uh, I, uh, just in case some of you think I'm a professional improviser, not yet, okay, slow down, just go ahead and slow your roll, yeah. I'm not quite yet just a professional. Hold just hold on, just give me, just there. give me, give me a few just more weeks. Case some wet, you know? of you think, I'm getting just in my case wings some of you wet. think I'm a professional improviser, listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just listen to the podcast. Go, Anyways. Back, go back and listen to the first ten minutes so, of this podcast. So this is what happened, is, uh... I jump on my uh, on the on the pony, my bicycle, and I I say, looking to my left, getting in the bike lane, right. Uh, I I look forward, nothing in front of me in the bike lane. I start pedaling, and then I look to my left to two friends from improv who are biking, too, and I say, ride safe. <laughs> As I turn my head back, <clears throat> a man, coming the wrong way down the bike lane. Holding a steel reserve, wearing sunglasses, riding an electric scooter at maximum speed oh is barreling down towards me. And I, I just turn back. I do not have time to react. So I just pull the brakes and I don't turn. I, I'm slowing down. I'm like, like basically slam on the brakes. The guy just slams directly into me. Oh I'm like, God. oh, dang. Cool thing is, like, both of us were fine. So I, I thought it was going to be worse, but, like, I didn't even get knocked off my bike. He doesn't even fall down. He just kind of stumbles, but he drops his steel reserve. And uh, so I'm, I'm like, so in the zone. Like, I'm in biking home mode, and I, I'm not, like, in – I don't even know what went through my head, but I, I just look at him. I'm like, hey, man, yeah. you okay? And, and he's standing, and he goes, motherfucker. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you're okay. You're clearly okay. And I yeah. go, sorry sorry about that. And then I bike off without even, like, a second thought. Because he's standing, and his scooter's fine. And it, oh, it, was, it was a Lime scooter, so it's one of those rentable scooters. Yeah, yeah. So, but then... Great you know, product. <laughs> great product. Um <laughs> Yeah, sponsor us Lime Scooter, or I'm going to tell uh, the truth about your product that no one wears a helmet. And, like, there are plenty of accidents all over Oakland, and, like, you know, a product strategy is not j- just to dump your scooters in second-rate cities yeah. that you, you call second-rate cities. There's like a, a, a statistical huge increase in, like, people's 
breaking their teeth in a lot of cities where these lines I'm not even, I'm not kidding like <laughs> yeah. where people have have these lime scooters now because people they do exactly what this dude did they get drunk or they're dr- whatever and they're just like oh go home no responsibility yeah, so, so and let's then they uh, just like let's sidebar really quick lime scooter if you want us to clean up this terrible mess for you go just go ahead and sponsor us we can do yeah. it We want to turn this PR train around. We have the answer. We're not going to tell you. You got to sponsor us. We we will. We will sell more scooters. Unlock the future, Lime Scooter. Yeah, unlock the future. Have have you guys? Have you guys seen bird scooters? Do you have those up in NorCal? Yeah, we got those. Uh, We used to in San Francisco, but I don't know. Do they have them in Oakland? Yeah, they're in Oakland, man. All of the scooters that were in San Francisco just dropped in Oakland. What I love about bird scooters is that, like, it looks like they just took a bunch of scooters and then just, like, kind of scotch-taped on, like, a white piece of paper and wrote bird on them. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. there's no branding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's supposed to be, like, the cool thing, right? Is, like, uh, it's supposed to be, like, those uh, those Uber rideshare bikes, the the red bikes that jump. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yeah, it's, we, it is, it's you really jump. want your brand to say, like, I don't care about you. We don't give a shit. That's kind of what you're going yeah, for. We didn't, That's the cool thing. We, we didn't, didn't think put about any this. thought into this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what, was there okay. was there anything else so, that, that yes. happened? Yeah. You, you were writing <laughs> yes, away. Yes, Evan. Thank you for that. So I got home and I told my roommate, uh, like, oh, you know, actually I realized I should have stopped longer and made sure that guy was okay. I kind of felt bad. And, uh, shout out to Vishal. Shout Vishal, out to Vishal. you better sponsor us. So I'm going to tell everybody that, <laughs> well, actually, you're the alpha. You, you, you tell them whatever you want. Oh man, just Evan, please, I'm. Please, you know what? Dear God, our listenership of this episode just went up by one, and probably it's going to be listened to ten times, but just that one section. <laughs> just for uh, that. I would also just argue the, that Vishal. I would argue that Vishal already is a sponsor of this show by <laughs> allowing Peter to uh, record. Uh, Vishal, for those who don't know, is Peter's roommate. And I would imagine it would take a lot of patience to let one of us record uh, mm. if you lived with him. Yeah, actually, I I have yeah. been sponsored by Vishal before. Um, you know, one time when we were recording, he bought me a bagel. And then I came out uh, and he was gone and there was just a bagel for just, me. Hold on. We're not we're not going to. We're not yeah. gonna run right by that. Um, what did he buy you? A bagel. What is that? A, a bagel of what? Oh yeah, let's do this. Hey guys, remember middle school when we, like everyone was really interested in how people said things differently? Hey, uh, let, I do okay. not know what a bagel is. I've never uh, heard anybody. Yeah, okay. Call well, something a bagel. Let's get this out of the way, Evan. What a bagel is? What is a, a bagel? round? delight that is boiled and baked and you see them in cities the new york city is famous for them bagels i've never been to new york city me neither evan but i still know things about new york city new york but i was all right <clears throat> we'll come back to this we'll come back to this let me finish the story because it's it's we're, okay we're we're 10 minutes into a two minute story so i was telling Vishal i ran into this guy <laughs> <laughs> an, an hour of what could be said in five minutes. Welcome to Constant Lacking. <laughs> so, uh, so Vishal is like, oh, that's crazy. Um, and then Ikogger, who's one of my improv friends, calls me and he goes, hey, are you okay? 
and I'm like, yeah, sure, man. Like, you know, you you saw. I was like, no, no big deal, right? Like, like everyone was fine. And he's like, no, 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 that guy chased you. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what? He's like, yeah, dude. You bounced, and the guy kind of stood there for a second, like, you know, like a little bit dazed. Then he looks around, and it was like a delayed reaction, and he just starts cussing and yelling. And then he and then he grabs the scooter, and he goes, I'm going to get that little motherfucker. Gets on his scooter and goes bolting as fast as he can after. Um, and he's like, it was crazy. I actually got in my car and, like, kind of, w- like, drove to see if I could see how far you had gotten down before he, like, went to chase yeah. you because... <laughs> I don't know why you get it. You're asking. Oh my kicked. God, dude. By the way, my entire improv class heard this, and uh, the next time I saw them, they were like, yeah, like, we just really didn't want you to get your ass kicked. And I was like, I like how nobody, not a single person, were like, nobody said we thought maybe you would get in a fight. <laughs> it was like everybody was like, yeah, that guy, <laughs> that guy, that guy would have kicked the shit out of you without any competition and it would have been really bad for you (laughs) thanks guys really really bolstering my uh my masculinity here everybody's whole improv group it's a it's a good thing Mm -hmm. it's a good thing the world needs less fighters the world needs more lovers I am also a fighter. You know me. I am a punch Not, man. I, I know. punch everybody. I, I punch anyone. I'm going to punch you. I'm going to punch you. You want to fight? I'll punch you right in the nose. Oh, no. Don't punch me. Don't punch me. <laughs> hey, you better watch I out, buddy. I'm going to punch, punch you. Um, but I, but anyways, think it says, I think it says yeah. something about your nature that they were like, oh, crap. <laughs> that guy is a drunk clear total douchebag yeah so like he's gonna do anything it takes to kick your ass i know you are a very 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 sweet man i think it's a nice well i think it's a nice thing thank you sweet like honey uh but yeah that's the story i is the improv class telling me later like holy crap we totally thought you were gonna just get the crap kicked out of you by this lime scoot man um who tried to follow me back to my home so, <laughs> yeah. wow! Yeah. Yeah, but he clearly he didn't. Uh, man, you must have been booking. I bike so fast. Don't even try. <laughs> you do if bike really fast. If I you can't win in a fight, <laughs> <laughs> you do bike home. I I uh, I went to one of your improvs and then I went. I drove to your place. You remember that? And you beat me. Yeah, by like a couple minutes. Yeah, I mean partially it's. <laughs> Yeah, by like a few okay. minutes. Yeah, by like a, mar- a large yeah. margin, not, Evan. That's how good of a not biker. Not to brag or anything. <laughs> well, you only not, live. I mean, it's only like a nine-minute drive away. So no, was, I I remember it differently. I remember it being about twenty miles. I biked twenty miles faster than you could drive twenty miles. <laughs> okay. What are Look, you? A, what are you? A giraffe? Evan, never give me a compliment. Never. <laughs> Don't test me. <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that's what I'm learning. I'm learning to never never give you a compliment, never let you see the silver lining of, of people thinking that you'd get your ass kicked by some never. fucking asshole. Evan, and also don't be mean to me because I'm fragile. I need exact neutral. I need I need whatever the mean <laughs> amount of niceness. I need that exact neutral. You just need 
You yeah. just need acknowledgement. You need people you need, to know oh, wow. that you are there. I need exactly, Macklin. I need people to <laughs> acknowledge me and nothing more. <laughs> a simple nod will do. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> I, now I wonder about that. Do you think, like, do you think that people <laughs> would think that I would would get my ass kicked? I don't think so. No, no I, I think yeah. But the, yeah, the funniest I thing that about you... that is that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Macklin. Oh, I said like I. I think that people would assume that you would hold your own in a fight, even though I, I'm sure that you've probably almost never been in one. Um, but it's just one of those things yeah. where like um, you know, it's just you look stronger than the average person. Like I, I'd imagine that very few people have tried to pick fights with you over the years because of that. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've never really been in a position where people have. Well, I don't know. I don't know if they've wanted to fight me or not. I mean, surely <laughs> you have been no people who've like idea, Evan, how much I want to fight you. <laughs> <laughs> I knew to that was going to happen. Word, yeah. I literally, to the whole village. I literally I was like, so I know Peter's going to want to fight me after after saying this. this. Well, no, I just don't. I'm just not that way. I mean, and yeah, Macklin to confirm, I've I've. I've been in one, I don't even know if you could call it a fight, but like some kid took a really cheap shot at me just because he was angry in middle school. And it just was like, oh, okay, I don't even know what to do right now, so I'm just going to like not do anything. Because I'm like one of my biggest yeah. fears is hurting people because I'm so big. Um, right. For, I, and I don't know why this would ever be, but for people who've never met me, I'm, I'm a very large man. I'm six foot four. I'm I'm I actually don't know what my weight is, but I'm over 280 pounds. Like I'm a big boy. Um, it's true. So facts. Most most people would not probably want to throw bows, <laughs> but they can certainly try. <laughs> what, 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 wait wait wait! What was that? Was that a goad? <laughs> Are you goading our audience to try to fight you now? <laughs> yeah, you want to fucking go? You want to oh, go? Except for One Michelle, day. you're still the alpha. But everybody else, you want to go? I would not. Hey, I hey audience members. Yeah. Vishal, I will hey, sit at your members. feet. So I will be your you human <laughs> ottoman. Oh, if you see Peter on the street in Oakland, say hi to him. If you see Evan on the street, try to start a fight with him. Fight I bet him. you can't even land a blow. If you see me on the street, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, don't talk to Mac. He doesn't need it. Don't even talk to him. Don't look at him. He doesn't want it. He doesn't need it. Hey, should we should we inject this podcast with a healthy dose of toxic masculinity and like talk about how mm. we would fight a crazy rando on the street? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Okay, my strategy. Welcome to fight talk. Welcome to fight talk. Yo, yo. Hey, you yo. welcome to fight talk. <clears throat> hey, Go. I'm gonna. Uh, let, let, let's uh, let's. Uh, I'm let peeking me... the microphone even though I'm standing far away from oh, it. Go. Man. <clears throat> Fight talk. When you try to walk, we block. Punch back, cause it's fight talk. That's our intro to fight talk. I was trying to think of that. That took that long to come up with. I like it's when you try to walk, we block. Like we are, we are strictly defensive fighters here on fight talk. If you try to throw a punch, we gonna block. We all defensive. We pensive. We looking like reprehensible Pensive. acts are indefensible. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Today on Fight Talk. All right, boys, boys. Hey, first look at your muscles. Hey. Are they ready to, for this oh. question I'm about to throw at you? 
pump that Always. shit. Always. Boom, boom, boom. No days yeah. off. No days off, baby. No days off. No, <laughs> no rest days. <laughs> we do not rest. No rest a couple days, days off. <laughs> well, that's because of your glaucoma, Vinny. Look. <laughs> Today. <laughs> <laughs> My eye muscles are really strong, though. You know what? You know what? That, probably nothing will be better than that. <laughs> hey, That's probably hey. the best thing. That can <laughs> <laughs> what is the extra pressure in your eyes? Like, because of the glaucoma, Vinny. I'm like Cyclops from X Men. You've got a you've got a doctor's note, Vinny. <laughs> Take that shit seriously. Note. Hey, you your lift, quality of life becomes <laughs> your lift else. partner. Your lift partner knows. <laughs> your lift partner gives you the time you need <laughs> for your glaucoma. <laughs> All right, I didn't mean to take you off track, though. You had a first question for us that you wanted hey. to make sure our muscles are ready for. Hey, yeah. how? Num question hey. number one: How ready for a fight are you right now? Dude. Apparently not very ready <laughs> since neither of us replied. <laughs> oh, but I'm, I'm really ready. Vin, Vinny's ready to pull pull off the pull off the Cyclops uh, from X Men shades and hey. start blasting lasers at fools. Hey, hey Terry, are you are, are you sure you're ready? Like, are your crutches still really really good for fighting? <laughs> your crutches ready to hit? Dude, my crutches have been wrapped with barbed wire since day one, Dino. <laughs> you know I've got the stuff. You know I've got the stuff, Deans. Even the handle. Even the handles are wrapped with barbed wires. Uh, Terry, yeah, it hurts. I haven't figured that part out yet. Those crutches. Those crutches are cutting right into your armpits and your latissimus dorsal fin uh, muscle groups. Look, I don't need any of your fancy community college phys ed kinesthesiology talk, Dino. Why don't you tell me, Dino? On a scale of one to ready, how are you ready for your fight, Dino? Slam dunk, baby! <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, my uh, my left hand arthritis finally stopped flaring up, so I'm ready to throw those left hooks again. Yeah, he's famous for his left hooks. He's yeah. like a, some sort of a rap. If I was smarter about rap things, I would make a joke about hooks. Yeah, that was good enough. I feel like that's a thing. That in, was good enough. In rap music, a popular music in general, right? I'm hurt. I'm I'm losing a lot of blood here, okay, boys. Okay, final so question, the, the boys. Final can... question. All Those right. armpit holes bleeding fast. Uh, yeah. Final question. I think it hit an of oh, something. Okay. Final <gasps> question. You right. and your family, that includes me, that includes you, that includes you. I'm using gestures, <laughs> even though you can't see me. I'm pointing at each of you one at a time. I pointed at myself well, included. I, I, I can't see you. I mean, I, Terry might be able to. Okay. <laughs> All yeah, of you and your family. I can see everybody, but it is it is starting to go a little. I'm getting the little sparkle thing. Before I lose they, you. little... Before I yeah, lose yeah. you, you and your family are on the street eating sandwiches. <sighs> a yeah. raccoon comes up to you and he requests politely, in a very gentlemanly way, raccoon fashion. Sir, may I please have one of your sandwiches? What do you do in that situation? I take a bite. 
take a bite of the sandwich, and then I one fight, one bite to the raccoon, and then one <laughs> bite of the sandwich, and one bite of the one bite to the raccoon. I give him a, a we alternate, and then you because take he didn't you need. Oh, I'm all right. I, I'm. I, it's going black, boys. It's blood. going black. It's a lot of blood. Hey, oh. Terry. It's a lot of blood. There's a lot hey, of blood. Hey, Terry, There's a lot I'll, I'll, I'll of, help you. Blood. I'll help you in a second. Uh, but first, uh, on the Ooh. raccoon front, uh, do I know it's a raccoon? Like, if I can't see it all that well. Like, all you have is, is a does voice. Does a raccoon have a human voice or Vinny, like a different type of voice? <laughs> no, it's got a human Vinny, voice, you? Vinny. It's really hard for you in particular. But oh, don't wow. forget, yeah, Vinny, so, you... Your oh, family's man. there. You was, Your family's there. You're so beautiful, Vinny. I'm sorry. I, yeah, oh. I, I don't like to blast people around my family, you know? I like to keep my secret identity of Vincent separate from <laughs> Whoa, my superhero man, You're just dropping it out loud. You're just dropping the whole bomb out loud. Well, you, you guys are my family, wow, right? That's right. Uh, hey, the and Terry's going to die anyway. Dude, <laughs> one less in the family. Do you guys sometimes feel like masculinity is a prison? <laughs> oh, hey, hold on. Oh, oh my oh, God! Did he pass away? Let's uh, let's cross our Lord and Savior, go Holy Ghost and the Father, uh, up and downs, left to rights, and uh, just say a quick prayer for Terry. Terry, your barbed crutches. Uh, were the most powerful, bloody crutches I've ever seen. Uh, ever since you got them, you started bleeding, you never stopped. And that's how you would have wanted it. That's how you would have wanted to go. Terry Amen. was a beast. He never took no shit from nobody. And, um, I, I can't do this. I can't put up this act. I'm so sad that okay. Terry's gone. Look, Vinny, <laughs> Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. Boo-boo, listen, I have one thing to tell you. <laughs> this is why I asked you guys this question. You've got a raccoon in your family. I'm a raccoon. <laughs> what? And, and Terry never told me? He saw you were a raccoon this whole time? And He's been sharing. He's been sharing his sandwiches with you, and his last wish before he died was for you to share your sandwich with me. Because <laughs> I can't feed myself. <laughs> People don't sell the raccoons. I need my family to feed me. Wait a second. You, you, you're the only one who told me how raccoons talk. Before then, I didn't know. What if raccoons can perfectly mimic every voice? And you, you're a raccoon who's been mimicking my friend's voice. And, and now you know my secret hey, I identity. Can you. I can see you from up above, you guys. Whoa, this is crazy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you a raccoon? Oh. This is amazing. I can see into everybody's deepest, darkest desires and hopes and secrets. Hey, Vinny, ghost, uh, I didn't know that you wanted to be. I didn't know that you wanted to be a dancer. Hey, Ghost a Terry. Dino. Ghost Terry. I didn't know that you loved peanuts so much. I wouldn't have kept you from eating my peanut butter sandwiches. 
Ghost Terry. Whoa. Final you, question. You guys can you guys can hear me? I can't hear you right Whoa. now, but I imagine you floating above me, and I have a final question for you to answer into the Ethereum I cryptocurrency. Now as a ghost oh, Terry. Are you yes. ready to fight? Uh, if I need to. And see. And see. Hey there, it's Peter DePaulo. This voice that you hear on the podcast just wanted to say, number one, as always, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you got some giggles, maybe even some goofs, maybe some googs. Maybe you got a Google out of that. Maybe you Googled something and you learned something because that's what we're all in this crazy spaceship Earth for is to learn. Um, number two, on the agenda. Go ahead and send us an email to contentlacking at gmail.com. And in one of the episodes, when I catch up on editing that we've already recorded, we'll answer something in the future in your email uh, on the show in a segment called We Answer Emails. Uh, really creative name. And finally, uh, to Evan's surprise, I don't think he knows that I'm going to do this, but I'd like to plug his new podcast, Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. Um, if you want a podcast that's much more consistent <laughs> in editing, uh, go check out his other podcast. It's pretty funny, and it's uh, good. I'd recommend it. It's, they watch old movies that they're nostalgic about. He and his co-host, uh, Mr. Joshua. I couldn't remember his last name. So wait, you know what? You never find out his last name. His name's Josh. Um, anyways, go check it out. And then keep listening to this one, share with your friends, and uh, enjoy your life and your day, but mostly your life. Enjoy every bit of it. All right. Goodbye. Story time! Story time! Alright, are you guys Story time. Are you guys ready? Oh, Mag, Mag was kind of slow on the uptake on that one. <laughs> I am just really still moved by the death of my fictional friend, Terry. Um, yeah, when Mac goes in a scene... I didn't have a name. <clears throat> yeah, yeah a you were really in there. Um, I was, uh, I was yeah, in there, Mac too. Yeah, he loses himself a little bit. Sometimes he doesn't know who is the character and who is the Macklin. Lose himself in the music. I am the moment a method own it. actor. You better never let it go. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to Whoa. blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Um, um, all right. Yeah, I, I think have... Mac should go first. I'm just gonna put that out there. Go ahead, Evan. That's great. Macklin should go first, and I have chatted you. Macklin should go first. <clears throat> I have chatted you boys a <clears throat> band name generator. Because I, oh, wow. on what? what I would like, what I would like to ask us to do, is 
do a like VH1 behind the scenes like documentary story and uh, and then I'll give you the band name. What do you think? Wait, what did you, yeah, wait, what did you chat us on cuz I'm not I'm I'm not seeing it. Chatted you on Oh shit, I didn't. That's because I didn't press enter. Um <laughs> I got it. <laughs> it helps it helps if I actually did the thing. Um so what what do you guys think? <coughs> you want to do like a, a either a VH1 or just anything about the band like I just I had the thought documentary but we could do whatever. We could cut this whole thing. So we're going to do three micro documentaries on three different bands. Yeah, what do you think? I like it. That's yeah, that's a real challenge because right. usually story time is, you know, we 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 uh yeah, I'm down. All right. I'm in. So I'm in. I, I'm in so this. Macklin is going to go first. And I have got a timer. And I've got your band okay. name. So let me know when you're ready, Macklin. All right. I was born ready. I am a method actor. All righty, my friend. You're, <laughs> you're, born, in, you're born in character. That's, that's, the, that's the qualifier of a, of a method actor is that they were born Ready. Um, okay. Your band name that we're going to be enthralled by the story of is Spoon Thrust. Go. <laughs> the title of my story is The Enthralling Tale of Spoon Thrust. So, Johnny Forks, where'd the name of your band come from? Oh, well... When I was uh, a young boy uh, on the sea, sailing a boat, um, one of uh, the other boat lads, uh, he uh, came to me and he said, uh, friend, I don't know your name. Uh, and I explained it was Johnny Forks. And he said, I, I don't have any silverware for dinner and I see that you are overflowing with it. And so I handed him a knife and I said, this, my friend, is a fork and you can use it to spear your food and eat it like a champion. And that man took that knife and started slamming it against the boat. And when he slammed it against the boat, it made the most beautiful rhythm. And I took my fork and I started plucking against one of the strings that held up the mast and playing the guitar. And the two of us ever since have been marauding the high seas, stealing people's instruments <laughs> and, and defacing time. them with cutlery. Uh... So well, less of a well band, done. more of a band of pirates. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they play uh, a little bit. Oh my god! <laughs> they play. Yeah, a little. I play it from here. <laughs> they play a, play little, a little, bit. little bit. All right, Peter, are you are you ready? Mm. I also uh, should probably no, I'm not. But yeah, let's should go. Should probably have introduced this segment. To everyone. Oh shoot! Well, <laughs> well, yeah, whatever. After, uh, yeah, so, they'll figure it out. Story no, time yeah, is when we tell one-minute stories based on a prompt. Welcome yeah. to story time. We don't hold your hand in this podcast. We expect no. you to hold our hand. <laughs> yeah, what is this? So if, if you haven't been listening to the previous 13 or so episodes, you are part of the problem. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, Peter. Your, yeah. your band name. And I'm going to go ahead and chat this because... I think I would have a hard time remembering. Um, your band name is Stricken Loaf of the Wired Downs. <laughs> and go. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <clears throat> the title of this documentary is Alone in Hell. <clears throat> hey! 
Johnny Loaf, how did how did you come up with this band? How did you come up with this band? Hey, interview guy, you're not very good at asking questions, but I'm gonna give you more than you bargained for. <laughs> it was me and Timberwolf back in '03. We were making electronic music, and we're like smoking a lot of that good good LSD. And uh, Timberwolf came to me and he said, you know what we should do? We should all journey into Hades and capture uh, the uh, Cerebus, the dog, the Hades dog. And I was like, stricken loaf of the wire downs. That was literally my reaction. <laughs> okay, time. I, I love oh that uh, that was like <laughs> as you, I, I love stories where it's just like here's a whole story and here's the name <laughs> um, Evan I just messaged you over uh, a band title uh, it is Masterful and the Scratcher oh god okay uh, oh Jesus and go um, there in 1971, the supergroup Master was formed, and then three of three of them died. For 28 <laughs> years, they never knew the joy of music again. But then, after the after the great appraisal of Cats in the early 2000s, when Cats became kind of a viral internet thing. The group reformed under one, <laughs> one goal, to become full of internet videos and edit all the music for cat videos. <laughs> that supergroup, James Taylor, Diana Warwick, Aretha Franklin, and Jimbo Stubbins, Masterful <laughs> and the Scratcher. And they loved, they loved all their commercial success. And they're still time. They're time. Still touring. <laughs> <laughs> I want every band documentary to finish with, and they loved all their commercial success. <laughs> I feel like that would have made Never Say Never in 3D with Justin Bieber, which, yes, I watched, uh, so much more true to who he actually is. That'd be great if Justin Bieber was like, <laughs> yeah, and he enjoyed his commercial success. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, well. All right, guys, so it's... We've gotten, we've gotten to the point in the podcast where we have a choice. Yes. Either we can go straight into story time, or not story time, which is what we just did. Either we can go straight <laughs> again, into the again. 36 questions, or Evan can tell us a story about his life that hey, happened in the last week. Yeah. Hey, hey Matt, um, do, uh, do you think Evan maybe has a time for just telling us a really short story, and then we could do both? Yeah, I think we could try to pull that off. All right. I, have, I actually have one for you. Excellent. <laughs> how co how convenient. Um, so yesterday, I'll try to keep it short. Um, yesterday, I had a very interesting experience. I went to the Renaissance Fair for the first time. Um, have either oh, have lucky man. either of you guys been to the Renaissance Fair? Yeah, not for a long time. I am though. ashamed to say that I have not. That amazes me, Macklin. That, that amazes me. That's I sort like, of surprised. I know, default but I mean, assumed that you lived at the Renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. I mean, I. I would have assumed 
I don't know. I mean, I would have assumed that I would have gone. Hell, I'm th- I'm 30 years old, yeah. and like, I'm an act. And there was like there was an improv troupe there. So overall, my my review of the Renaissance Fair, because I am trying to keep this short, is like, it was cool. I actually kind of prefer it to a- after having <clears> gone because I I had sort of reservations about it. I was like, what is this thing? Is it gonna be lame? Blah blah blah. But then when we went there, oh, Rachel and I, um, we we went there and. I was like, "Oh, this is just like a like a county fair, but like it's kind of more fun because there's more of a consistent theming and I and I mm. am a sucker for theming like um well anyway, I I just I was it was kind of cool because like, oh, everybody's kind of dressed in the same era and like everything looks mm-hmm. the same like it it definitely has its own sense of place. Um and so that that was really cool. Um and what I found to be like some of the most fun, like I said, there was an improv troupe there. Uh, shout outs, no parchment needed. Um, they, they were cool. I have a friend in Seattle actually who goes to Ren Fairs all the time, um, Amy Phillippe, um, and she's a member of, of No Parchment Needed, so she, she educated me that I should go and see them. They're, I guess they're North Californian chapter. I don't know how it works. Um, but I loved all of the like interactions with the audience walking around and, and probably the funniest thing that happened. Um, it's a Renaissance fair. Women are their bazongas are bazoomin, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, and I was walking by a cupcake stand and there was a there was a heavy chested woman uh, standing behind the um, uh, uh, standing behind the the cupcake stand thing or whatever and uh, or wasn't it wasn't cu- it was like just baked goods but I've, I've already spoiled the story so but i looked over at her of course i glanced <laughs> i glanced at her at her bosom and then she caught me i guess which is like crazy to at a ren fair but she just yelled out across the whole the whole courtyard she's like oh i see you looking at my cupcakes and it was <laughs> it was hilarious like i i just started laughing and then she i mean she was laughing too and i think that she i don't know whatever it, it was it was funny so um you know i'm gonna see her again on thursday um and i'm just you know i'm just i, I don't i'm not expecting anything to happen but i just you know if something happens then then it does all right. Yeah. Cool. And luckily, I mean, Rachel doesn't listen to this podcast. She doesn't. So she she doesn't listen to anything that I do. My, uh, either either of my podcasts. <laughs> or say. <laughs> you're, you're just uh, constantly just speaking into the void in your marriage. <laughs> um, all right. I, uh, unless either one of you have uh, uh, an idea of which one of the 36 questions to ask, do either of you guys have an option or have a suggestion? No, sir. I, I don't have an idea, but I would like it if you could introduce to our uh, faithful listeners what the 36 questions yes, are. Yes, thank you for keeping me honest. Um, so these 36 questions are, uh, they are a set of questions. Technically, they're in three sets, which actually I didn't know until I just was looking at it. Um, but these 36 questions are statistically proven to increase intimacy between strangers. Basically, they did a study of... <clears throat> of 
two strangers meeting um, and then they asked each other these questions and then I think they like checked in with them six months later and a statistically high portion of people were either in a romantic relationship or had become very close friends with these uh, with the strangers so the goal of this uh, segment is that every episode me, Peter, and Macklin will become one thirty-sixth more in love with each other. Yep, nice and snappy to quick, quick, <laughs> short intro. <and> <laughs> Whatever. Shots fired, Evan. Yeah, shots fired. <laughs> I will fight you. All right, if you. All right, all right Macklin, what do you got? Which, what do you got which for one us? do you want to do? You just said you, you, you had one. I'm sorry, I, I misheard you. I thought you said that you had one that you wanted to do. But no, you, no, but you no. He said you did the intro. He said he doesn't have one, but you do the intro. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> well, I just didn't hear. I just didn't hear it. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let's do it. What do you got though? I don't know. On Why us. is that so funny? I just didn't hear what he said. Oh, because let's talk oh, about it's this. Okay, it's okay. I'm let's not, take I the last ten funny. minutes. I thought it was funny. Okay, and talk about Evan, why this you're is what laughing. Is, at this me. is what is funny. This is what is funny. This is what is funny. I'm gonna give you my play-by-play as the audience member. Was uh, let's do 36 questions. I've got one. Cool. Uh, do you guys have one? Uh, Peter. No, I don't. Mac. No, but do you want to introduce it? Sure. Evan. Well, 36 questions of love is a study that was conducted. And statistically, if you look at the statistics, you might understand oh the concept of love. And then uh, that's what we're doing. So, Macklin, what question would you, would you like? So that was what I heard. I don't. Let's, I know it was just a hearing thing. Let's do. But that, and I'm throwing a lot of shade at you. Yeah. I might even be throwing that's okay. a lot of, you know, beyond shade. Oh. But that's why I was laughing. Let's do. Let's, laughing. Beyond Shade, by the way, is a meat-free shade substitute. <laughs> oh my God, it's a deep cut. Okay, what for our vegetarian this, listeners? That's thank you. That's what. All right, I think because of the state that we're in right now, I think that we should answer the question: For what in your life do you feel most grateful? Oh. Hmm. Most have, have we done this one? No. Well, or not, no? Okay. No, not according to. Okay. Not according to the the great gods. The great gods. Um. <laughs> hmm. What do you feel most grateful? Hmm. Well, that's tough. Let me. Gosh. That's a really hard question. I I guess that. I guess it's kind of a good thing. Like I, I feel grateful for so many things that it's difficult to narrow yeah. down. Like what is the thing that I feel most grateful for? Um, so yeah. probably for me, the way to look at it would be like, what is the thing that I take most for granted? Um, hmm. And I guess what I take for granted <clears throat> is like. So for those for those who don't know, um, my my wife Rachel, um, which is not her which is not her name. If you want her actual name, I mention her name freely on the other podcast. So, 
Just in case. Just in case you really want to do a creep dive on me. Um. Evan also mentions me and Peter's significant other's real names on that podcast, <laughs> even though that we're not on the podcast. He'll just be yeah. like, my friend Peter's girlfriend, so-and-so. <laughs> Um, but for, for those who don't know, uh, we had a real, uh, life changing event that occurred last year. Um, my wife has, um, has an autoimmune, uh, deficiency or it's a, it's a disease called Crohn's disease. Um, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's basically her, uh, Whatever her intestines are, are messed up. Her her digestive system is really uh, messed up, and th- there's these things called flares. Um, it's too much to get into in the little time we have left. But basically, she was bedridden for six months last year. Um, she had seven different surgeries, um, and she was not a- she was not able to work because the surgeries were actually on her butt. Um, so what that entailed was even though she was uh, in recovery and she was kind of um, she was she was relegated to either a laying down position or a standing up position she couldn't sit directly on her butt Um, so that means she couldn't drive she couldn't work she couldn't we couldn't go out to a dinner we couldn't go to a movie we couldn't do anything Um, so not having her ability to kind of live a normal life um i mean it really weighed i i and and because i uh, am her husband i was the primary caretaker for her during that time um just the the stress involved with that um for for both her and for myself um i think i really learned how much we take sitting for granted <laughs> and just mm. and along with sitting um just your your health um i'm right i'm very grateful that i i don't have any big uh, health issues i i'm not i'm not particularly prone to any um long-lasting health uh problems um so i i think that that's that's going to be the thing that I'm, I'm the mo- that's my very long way of saying my, my health is the thing that I'm the most grateful for. Hmm. Cool. What about you, Macklin? Um, yeah, so I have a similar conundrum, which is that I feel like there are so many things that I'm grateful for that's tough to narrow them down. Um, I mean, I think that yeah, in some ways that's what I'm most grateful for is that there's enough good stuff going on in my life that I feel like I could have almost any terrible thing happen. Here he goes, tempting the fates. I know, um, and still have a lot of still still have a lot of other great things left in my life. You know, um, I, I guess I, I would go to my like physical health and mental health as well um, that I'm grateful that, you know, in the past uh, I, you know, spent a long period of my youth being pretty depressed and Mm. I uh, more recently, a couple years ago uh, had cancer and, you know, it 
spread a little bit and you know it was something that was always pretty likely to be okay but still like a really gnarly year or so of treatment and things like that and you know being in a place where mentally I feel you know I mean I've basically been a happy person the majority of the time for like seven years or something like that and physically I you know can go out and play basketball and you know don't have to worry about uh, you know the cancer which you know is still gone and you know I'm coming up on uh, I don't know I guess almost three years cancer free um, you know it's something that I don't think about that often but it's you know something that uh, wow was that like three years ago that the yeah it's two and a half almost three years ago that oh I uh, was declared cancer free and so yeah that's something that when I sit down and think about it I'm very grateful for um, also frankly that you know the surgery, the, the surgeon did such a good job. I mean, there's barely a scar. Like I lost like the top five notes of my singing register, but you know, for a throat surgery where they <laughs> took a racquetball sized clump of stuff out of my throat, it was remarkably well done. Hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's pretty wild. Yeah. So I'm most grateful for my looks. <laughs> the thing is, no, Peter, uh, it, do- it doesn't even work because you're so cute. Like, oh, even, dang it! It doesn't uh, even work because you're I don't, so. I don't see, but I don't, I don't see myself that way. So, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. That that was uh, it, Mac. Just a quick acknowledgement. There is like I often forget that you had cancer yeah just because your life is is uh so on fleek and on point uh you're so on point with your life (laughs) (laughs) Um. i I always try to be on point and on fleek with my life guys yeah um but yeah i know same like i rarely think about it it doesn't come to mind that much which again goes back to i guess the taking for granted thing but yeah yeah you know to some extent yeah Hmm. yeah well shit i mean uh yeah, I remember being like really worried for you during that time, yeah, um, and I mean more selfishly, like like just like I was like the in the worst case I would lose um, you, and I, I would uh, that would crush me. Um, it's not to get too real, but you know I was I was like legitimately had to like think about that, and I was like, uh, yeah, I was like really really. <laughs> I was really rude. I know this is a brave statement, Mac, but I was really rooting for you <laughs> not to not, not to have the cancer spread. <laughs> no. um, Evan, on the other hand, was just really kind of rooting on the other side. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Well, I'm, you know I'm he's got devil. his quota of uh, yeah, he's got his quota. He's got his quota to mean of souls. Um, but yeah, what am I most grateful for? I was thinking about I, I was I had the benefit of time, and honestly, it still didn't help me. Uh, it helped me. It still didn't help me uh, because uh, I, I mean, I guess the cop out is I'm grateful for the fact that I have so many things to be grateful for. I can't pick one, which is like you know. Um, but but uh, I was weighing you know it's like my mental health versus physical health versus friends and family, which I put in one category. It's like my family, really. Um, cause like my close friends basically fit into the, in the family category for me. Um, yeah. family, just like Vinny. <laughs> um, but, uh, 
I was weighing those three things, and I thought, like, okay, well, if I had to pick, like, which one I would I would rather lose, uh, <laughs> would rather lose, <laughs> like, if I, if, uh, like, which which one kind of yeah, am I taking the most for granted as a good way of like um, weighing it? I, I think um, I think what I don't take for granted, but I am grateful for, is my mental health because I had so much time where I was mentally unfit and mentally unhealthy, uh, and it, and it was like. It was something that you just kind of carry. I mean, you guys both su- suffered from depression as well. So, like, you know, it's it's something that, like, never really goes away. It just becomes more quiet. And then it, and then sometimes it turns up in volume. It's very unpleasant. Wouldn't recommend it. Dude, <laughs> zero out of ten. <laughs> Do not recommend. Yeah. Uh, Mental. You better sponsor us depression. Yeah, you better sponsor, yeah, sponsor us depression, depression or else I'm going to tell everybody <laughs> to just drink more water. <clears throat> Yeah, exactly. Have you heard? Um, have you heard? By the, sorry to sidetrack, but have you heard people say things like that? That they're like, "Oh, you can just cure your depression." Uh, okay, depression is a myth. Just drink forty liters of water. Yeah, and we'll get we'll get into it. Uh, oh, well, here we'll get into that next time on content lacking. But let me finish what I was saying. Okay, yeah, sorry. Uh, is is uh, I think I'm most grateful for family and friends because uh they're they're definitely the reason why and this is getting very real i didn't kill myself um i remember it was at in the point of literal decision like like so like i was gonna say oh i'm really grateful for my mental health i'm really grateful for my physical health but i'm most grateful for for my my family because i wouldn't have either of them without them and i'm i'm including friends like you guys are in that group in my mind um and so it's like I would have this moment where I would be like, okay, cool. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to go through my day. Um, and it doesn't matter what happens because at the end of the day, I'm going to like, I'm just going to go ahead and kill myself today. This is the day I would have that thought. Mm. And then I would get, I would get home and I'd be like, okay, great. Like, what do I have left to do? Like, um, I would like, <laughs> like clean stuff up and like get everything ready. Um, and I would be like, oh, okay, well let's think about this. What would actually happen is like, I would make a, I recognize that I would make a lot of people sad and I didn't want to hurt anybody. I just didn't want to be around. So like it was this weird guilt of like, ah man, I am so resentful that these people care enough about me to care uh, if I'm not around. And like mm-hmm. that kept me around. And that was all it, like that was all it, it was sometimes because it was so it got so bad at some points that that was literally the only thing is like I and, and, and on occasion, I would try to convince myself, or I would, I mean, it sounds like I, I would try, it was like, I would tell myself, I would believe that people wouldn't be that sad, like, like, but then <laughs> my saving grace is that I'm, I'm like really skeptical and I, I force myself to be really empirical. So I would then tr- be like, well, okay, let me try to gather evidence that people wouldn't be sad <laughs> when I am gone dead. And if you ask somebody, hey, would you be sad if I was dead? They're going to be like, yeah. Are you, what? <laughs> are yeah, you right. crazy? <laughs> you know, they're not going to be like, no, go ahead and just uh, jump off a cliff. I wouldn't mind. Mm-hmm. You're free to go. <laughs> Which is like in my weird, deluded mindset as at the time, I wanted to hear someone say like, no, 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 you're good. Like, no, like, of course not. You're free to like go go disappear mm. that was like what i hoped for this is a really really twisted mindset but uh That's interesting the point I've never is heard that anybody uh, yeah, say I mean, that before but it it kind of i don't know it kind of makes sense i guess yeah, in a might, very twisted it might way make, it might it, make it, sense to a listener out there 
Yeah, maybe. Um, but uh, yeah, get it can get better and um yeah there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of ways it can get better but i i think yeah getting at the end of the show of like how to get out of your depression is not uh you know maybe not the best place to put that um but uh yeah depression sucks family saved my life uh for sure um time and time again so time that's uh, what i'm most grateful for to time i thought it too i thought that too time after time can we uh can we just uh like fade out and then have time after time play do you think that they would find us they probably wouldn't find us <laughs> they probably wouldn't find us I don't, I don't think they would ever really know or we could just do chad abenrod singing time after time and, and just fade out on that yeah let's uh let's just go ahead and cut to chad abenrod singing time after time uh th- i just want to say Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. See you next time. Lacker slackers, we love you. Thanks for listening. And now our new idol, Jad Abenrod. I hope he crushes it. Flashback, warm nights, almost left behind. Suitcase of memories, time after. Sometimes you picture me, I'm walking too far ahead. You're calling to me, I can't hear what you have said. You say, go slow. I fall behind The second hand on one If you're lost, you can look And you will find me Chat up on a wagon If you fall, I will catch you I'll be waiting Chart up a glow <laughs> Okay <laughs> Okay <All right. laughs>